All right, keep learning Torah over here. So today's daf is daf Mem Gimel, page 43. And yesterday we began the new parak on Mem Beis, on Beis, discussing various mitzvahs performed over the Yom Tif of Sukkot and how many days of Sukkot they were performed on. Okay, now the... the um, the ratio of the Mishnah, in the beginning of the Mishnah, it says, Lula v'arava shisha v'shiva. The mitzvah of Lula and the mitzvah of Rav and the Beis HaMikdash, some years were done for all seven days of Sukkot. Some days were done on six days. Okay? How would it be taken on six days? Let's give an example of how Lula would be taken on six days. So, let's say... Sukkis fell out on Shabbos. The first day, the Dalar Minim is Bidaraisa. So on that day, the, everybody would take a Lulav in the Beis HaMikdash. And the other days they wouldn't. What if Sukkis fell out on a Thursday? So then they would take a Lulav Thursday. They would take a Lulav Friday. And Shabbos they wouldn't. Why? Because it's the third day of Yom Tif. Their day Yom Tif is not a din daireisa. Okay? So you see that when the mitzvah of the Dalad Minim, of the four species, is not a biblical obligation, we wouldn't take it on Shabbos. Okay? That's where our Gemara picks up. We're going to pick up three lines from the bottom of Membeis Amad Beis. 42b. Here we go. Says the Gemara, why wouldn't they take a lulav, let's say, for the third day Yom Tif? It's Shabbos. Why wouldn't they take a lulav? What's, what is it? It's Muktza. No? So it's Muktza. And the whole decree of Muktza, Stamazoy, is a Dindar Abonon. And Memela, there's no reason for the Hilchus Muktza to, uh, to override a mitzvah Midrabonon, a mitzvah Sasei. Either way, you're dealing with a Dirabonon. Okay? Either way. So, why would they make a decree which is not going to cause any sort of biblical obligation anyway? Amar Rabbah, Rabbah says, no, no, no. We're not just dealing with Muktzah here. You're mistaken. What's the issue? What's the issue of taking your Dalad Minim on the third day of Sukkot when it falls out on Shabbos? Why should it be a problem? You know why? Because, not that it's Muktzah, he's going to carry a Dindai Raisa. He's going to carry outside on Shabbos. Top of today's daf. And that's Isra Dai Raisa. So the Rabbana were concerned that we're dealing with Muktzah. The Rabbana were concerned that a person may come to carry by the way, you should know, this is why we don't blow a Shaifer on Shabbos. And this is also why we don't read Megillah on Shabbos. When Yudalit Adar falls out on Shabbos, we don't read the Megillah. Why not? Because a person, to go learn the Halachas, may carry the Megillah B'Rishos HaRabim, and may carry the Shoifer, and may carry the Lulav. Says the Gemara Ihachi, if there's a concern that a person may come to carry on Shabbos, Yom Rishonami, even on the first day of Sukkot, you should not be able, when it falls out on Shabbos, um, you should not be allowed to take your lulav. No. You know what they're going to say? They're going to say, listen, on the first day, you don't need to go to shul. Because, just take it in your house. 
And Mamela, you'll take it in your house. That was actually their takana. Their takana was davka to take it in one's home. And therefore, nobody's going to carry it outside the home. So there's no concern. So they say, do the mitzvah, but do it at home. Okay, that was once they came up with that idea. What about before the Rabbana made a takana that people should take it in their home? Why don't we say that, they, uh, that the Rabbana should make a gzera not to take it on day number one just in case a person will come to carry versus harabim? Says the Gemara, you're right. We're not going to be able to answer about what we do before the takana. So therefore, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach over here. Listen to this. It's very interesting. It says the Gemara like this. Our Mishnah was talking about a lulav, Esrav, Hadas, and Arava in the Beis HaMikdash. Is there a difference between the mitzvah done in the Beis HaMikdash and the mitzvah done outside the Beis HaMikdash? As far as biblical and rabbinical. So it says the Gemara like this to explain. The first day of Sukkot, it's biblical to take Dalad Minim outside the base of Mikdash, right? We're here. We're in St. Louis, wherever we are around the world. Okay? We could be anywhere. You could be in Belgium. You could be in New York. You could be anywhere you want. What do we do? Midai Raisa. Midai Raisa. Biblically, uh, you got to take Dalad Minim on the first day. So they're like, therefore, like Gazibu Rabbanon, the Rabbanon did not make a gzera to remove the mitzvah. Because there's only one day that's going to be Midarab Midaraisa. But Hanach, the, the remaining days, that it's not a din dairaisa, Gazibu Rabbanon, the Rabbanon made a decree. Okay? Once it's only Midrabbanah, the Rabbanah say, okay, when it's the Rabbanah, the Rabbanah say, when it's the Rabbanah, we'll make a decree. Ayochi ha'idnanami. Nowadays, too, why taco didn't we stick with that? Yeah. Well, what changed? Why was that idea no good? Says the Gemara, I'll tell you why. Because outside Eretz Yisrael, right, nowadays, Baruch Hashem, we do have a strong calendar. But why do we keep two days of Yom Tif? Because it's what's called Sveka Diyayma, right? It took a while for the information of Rosh Chodesh, what day became Rosh Chodesh Tishrei, to get around. So we are not, uh, we are not Bekiyim. We, you know, we don't know when we're out in Golis. Bekviyusa Diyarcha, the exact day of the month. And therefore, listen to this, it's interesting. Day number one of Yom Tif, when it falls out on Shabbos, may very well not even be day number one. It might be Erev Sukkis. Since it might be Erev Sukkis, and Sunday really is Sukkis, what we call second day Yom Tif. So then there's a chance, I'm, I'm risking, I'm talking to be shaking a Dalad Minim without even performing a mitzvah on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, okay, fine. But, people who outside Eretz Yisrael, let's say they, you know, they figure out exactly what day of the month it is in Yerushalayim. What do they do? Why don't we allow them to take Dalaminim? Says Gemara in a Chanami. Yeah, you're right. They talk a should, the Tani Chada, because we learned in a Brisa. Beyond the Brisa, Chag Shal Yes when the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, Kol Amalichas Lulavim Larabayis. Everyone would bring their Lulavim to the Larabayis before Yom Tif. Some say that they would bring it to the Shul. 
Now, why are they going to shul and not the base of mikdash? Mamina, you see from here. Kamizman she base of mikdash kaim. Kamizman she base of mikdash kaim. When the base of mikdash was around, they would bring it to the base of mikdash before Shabbos. When the base of mikdash was destroyed, they started bringing it to their shuls before Shabbos. So you see, even after the base of mikdash was destroyed, even nowadays, people who, you, who are yadi, people who know the kviyusa diarcha, they know the exact day. Taka, they would take their dalad minim on Shabbos. Shmami no. You have a good proof. Okay. Says the Gemara Viter. How do we know that outside Eretz Yisrael, there's a biblical obligation to take your dalad minim? The Tanya we learned in Abraisa. Ulakachtem. And you should take for yourself. What does it mean? Each and every person, yeah, each and every person has the midst of Dalit Minim. I can't appoint you to shake the Lulav on my behalf. You can't appoint me to shake Lulav on your behalf. Everybody's got to take it for themselves. Lachem says you should take Lachem, yours, Mishalchem. You have to own it. Okay, what does it mean you got to own it? Lahaitzi. As hasha'u v'sagazel, to exclude a borrowed lulav on day number one, or a stolen lulav. Bayoyim v'lakachtem lachem bayoyim. You should take by day. It means va'afilu b'shabes every day of Yom Tiv. There's a mitzvah of dalad minim midaraisa. Rishon the first day afilu begvulim. Okay, even outside the base hamikdash. Okay? This halach of the Chakakabi Yamarishan applies not only in the base of Mikdash, even outside the Reisha, base of Mikdash. Harishain, you should take for yourself on the first day what we call the Hei Hayadiyah, the important Hei Malamid. This lets us know, this, this whole Pasuk applies only to the first day of Yomtev, which is Midaraisa Bigvu. Okay, beautiful. So, what we just proved is. That outside the Beis Hamikdash, there still is a mitzvah dairaisa to take your dalad minim, but only on day number one. Amar Mar, the Tana taught us by Yom Afilu b'Shabbos, you should take your dalad minim every day, even on Shabbos. Mechti, let's see. Ask the Gemara a basic question. Ready for this? Amar Mar, the Tana taught us by Yom Afilu b'Shabbos. You take the Dalad Minim even on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, one second. Isn't this a Pasuk in the Torah? Yeah, certainly, right? When the Torah was written, did the Rabbanon even exist to make decrees? No. You can't make a decree on a Pasuk in the Torah until the Pasuks are written in the first place. So, says the Tan. The verse tells me, the Pasuk tells me by Yom HaFilu B'Shabbos. You take the Dalad Minim. Oh, let me tell you a big Chiddush. Even on Shabbos, you take the Dalad Minim. What do you mean even on Shabbos? Michti, let's see. The whole issue of taking it on Shabbos, seemingly, is Muktza. Muktza didn't exist. It's Trichkrala Mishri Tiltal. I need a Pasuk to tell me that I, I could perform a mitzvah and don't worry about Muktza. Muktza's not even here. Well, why do you need a Pasuk to tell me a Chiddush that, oh, don't worry about Muktza? What? It doesn't make any sense. Amar Rava, Rava says, no, 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 no. 
Let me explain what's going on over here. We're dealing with the Heksher Mitzvah of Lulav. Things needed to get the Lulav ready for the Mitzvah. Meaning, there are certain steps that need to be done to the Dalad Minim to even make them capable of me performing a Mitzvah with them. A lulav and everything needed to prepare the lulav. It's also deicha shabbos, even though it's not part of the mamish the mitzvah. My time, What's the reason for blazer? Amar kra So the gemara is saying like this: What was our question? Of course, you could do your mitzvah. What are you worried about? Muktza? Because yeah, yeah, no, we we taka have a concern because there are things that go into preparing the lulav. That also um, could be usher. Midairaisa even. We're saying such things are still allowed to be done. Virabonan. And the Rabbanon who argue. Apparently the Rabbanon say that no, machshire mitzvah are not allowed. Okay, so let's give an example. Let's give an example. It's Sukkot morning. It's Shabbos. It's Shabbos. I have my lulav. I have my esrog. Ah. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I never picked up my hadasim and aravas. I didn't get it from shul. I never bought, I never took it from the guy. Okay? Your neighbor has a hadas and arava bush. Are you allowed to go cut it off on Shabbos? You need it to perform the mitzvah. So, Rebbe Eliezer says yes. Okay, and the Chachamim say nothing to him. Says the Gemara of Rabbanon, "Hi Bayoyim Ayavdilin." Rabbi Lezer used the drasha from the word Bayoyim. What do they do with his drasha? Listen, no Bayoyim doesn't teach me to do it even on Shabbos. No, no Bayoyim means there's no mitzvah to take a lulav at night. There's only a mitzvah by day. If you shake a lulav at night, it's garnished, mitgarnished. Now, how do we know that, by the way? We're about to see. We're about to see. But the Rabbanon hold that Bayayim teach me the very basic. How does Rabbi Eliezer, who used the word Bayayim to teach me you're allowed to do machshire mitzvah, you're allowed to even do mitzvah prep. What is, how does he know that there's no mitzvah of lulav at night? He knows from the end of the Pesach. You rejoice in front of Hashem your God for seven days. Yomim The simcha comes by day and not by night. The rabbanon, the rabbanon say, no, you can't learn it out from Shivas Yomim because imei hasam. If it's from that pasuk, Habamina, I would have said leilaf yomim yomim I would have said that yitaka archayev. That day actually would tell me you archayev to take your lulav at night. You know why? Because it says the word yomim by sukkah by sukkah teishu shivas yomim. Do you have a mitzvah eating the sukkah at night? Yeah. Even though it says Basuka Station Shivas Yamim, right? It means even night. The Gemara is going to ask why. If it says Yamim, why Taka do we eat the Sukkah at night? Yeah. But because the Baisukkah, Yamim means I feel Leilais, say the Rabbanon, I would say that Lulav also, Afkan, if the Drusha would be from Samachtim of Nehashem, Shivas Yamim, I would say you do do it at night. Afkan, Ami Yam, and therefore, say the Rabbanon, getting back to our point, no, we say, Bayoim, 
That's where I know the other Yamim is not teaching me Lailelis. Okay. Says the Gemara, Vesuka Gufa Manila. Mitaka, one second, you're piquing our interest here. What is it about Sukkah? Vesuka's Teshu, Shivas, Yamim. Ah, Taka says day. Why do we sit in the Sukkah at night? Interesting. The Gemara says, oh, you just brought up an interesting idea for me, right? One second. Why, Taka, do I need to sit in the Sukkah at night? Vesuka Gufa Manila. How do you know that when it says Basuka Stasu Shivas Yaman, it means even Lailais? The Tanra Banak is the rabbi's learning so shui Basuka Stasu Shivas Yam, you sit in Sukkah for seven days. Yamin Bafilu Lailais doesn't mean a full day, including the night. Ay Ainai Allah, Yamin Balailais. Maybe in specific today and not night. It's on really, you know, there's two ways to view it over here. So, when you have things that could work both ways, when you have things that can work both ways, we'll use logic. And we'll say, hmm, which way should I go? Nemar Khan Yamin. It says over here, by Sukkah, the word Yamin. Vinemar Belulav Yamin. And it says by the, by the midst of Lulav, right, that Visamachtam Lefnei Hashem Alekechem Shivas Yamin. It says also the word, uh, it says the word Yamin. I would say, Maybe the same way a lulav is by day and not night. So to sukkah is not by, it's only by day, and you should eat in your house at night. Or maybe view it differently. There's a good svara the other way. It says by sukkah, it says by the shivas yamim right? The seven days of inauguration of the mishkan. It says, uh, Rashi brings down the Pasuk. Um, it says, uh, That the, the inauguration of the Mishkan, Mamish happened both by day and night. So the same way by the Miluim. Yamim means even night. Maybe by Sukkah, Yamim means even night. So I'm not sure. Do I compare Mitzvah Sukkah to Lulav, which tells me that it's only a Mitzvah by day, or do I compare it to the Yeshiva Simei that tells me day and night. We're caught in the middle. So what do we need to do in such a situation? We're, you've got good, you know, you, you've, you've got good uh, svara on either side. So what do you do? You look for further similarities. You got to see which halacha is sukkah more similar to. Is it more similar to lulav? Or more similar to shivas yimimi lulav? Either we could say sukkah, which you could perform the entire day. You could say the sukkah the whole day, right? And every minute you're in the sukkah, you get a mitzvah. So maybe that learn it, uh, learn that out from the shivas yamei miluim, where it was done completely throughout the day. There was there was a constant avida. And uh, maybe it's different from lulav. Where the moment you pick up a lulav, you've already done your mitzvah. You have completed your mitzvah. So in one way, says the Gemara, Sukkis seems to be similar to the Shivas Yumei More than lulav. However, Or we could say that there's a Svara telling me it's more similar to lulav. How so? Lulav, we're doing in Tavshim Pei Beis. 
Sukkis, we're doing in Tavshin, pay base. Shiva, Simei we're not doing. That was a one-time, that was a one-time thing. So maybe I should compare it to Lulav and say the mitzvah of Sukkah is only by day. So we don't know. Yeah, it is. We don't know. Is the mitzvah of Sukkah by day and by night like the Miluim or is the mitzvah of Sukkah by day like Lulav? And I got good ways to approach either one. So you know what we need to do? Instead of using Svara, says the Gemara, Talmud Laimar, comes along the Torah to teach us. We now turn to Mem Gimel Bey's Teshvu, Teshvu, Lagzera We find the word Teshvu by a Gezerah Shavu. The word Teshvu by Sukkis is also said by the Shivasim Emiluim. Namar Kam Teshvu. It says, Basukas Teshvu Shivas Yomim. And also, Venamar Bemiluim Teshvu. And also says the word Teshvu by Milum. Remember, we quoted the Pasuk on Amar Aleph, where it says, Upesach Ayal Mayed Teshvu Yomim Balayla Shivas Yomim. They dwelled by day and night for seven days. That was the Pasuk. Again, we have the word Teshvu. When you find the word Teshvu, by Miluim, it meant day and night. When you dwell somewhere, it's not for a few hours. It's during daytime hours and nighttime hours. Afkan, so too by Sukkot. Yomim va'afilu leilais. And that's Takawai, Halacha Lamaisa, nowadays. There's a Chiyuv to sit in the Sukkah. By day and night, when you're eating, right? The Suda, we eat by day and by night. Why? It says, Answer is, because it says, Teshvu. And when you dwell somewhere, dwelling means both day and night. How do you know that? From the Shiva Shemim Beautiful. Okay. We're up to the two dots, three lines from the top of Mem Gimel Amud base. Baval. Zokt the mission. Arava Shiva Ketzach. How do you find an Arava taken on seven days, all seven days of Sukkah? So what we said in the Mishnah was, when the seventh day falls out on Shabbos, they would take the Arava and the Beis Hamikdash even on Shabbos. All right. Now says the Gemara. Arava Bishvi, my timer dochi Shabbos. The Arava on the seventh day, why if Shabbos falls out on the seventh day of Sukkot. So Sukkot falls at, well, let's say, Sukkot starts on Matzah Shabbos. Right? So Monday's day one, Sunday's day one, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Shabbos is day number seven. Ask the Gemara, why, if Shabbos is day number seven, did they take the Arav and the Beis Hamikdash? Well, what's, what's unique about the seventh day? Okay? Amar Rabbi Yechanan says, In order to make it known that this is a mitzvah da'iraisa. Okay? We want to have pirsume mitzvah. <laughs> we want to make it public that the mitzvah of Araba in the Beis HaMikdash is taka adin da'iraisa. Says the Gemara, Okay, shkoyach. Ihachi lulav nami litzchi. Yeah. So, why don't you say the same thing by Lulav? To tell me it's a Dindaraisa? Says the Gemara, no. Lulav Lulav is a concern that people might come to an expert, right, and carry it and, on Shabbos. Aye, why aren't you concerned about the Arava? Make a Gzera on the Arava. 
No, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because the Aravis in the Beis Hamikdash wasn't carried around by every yokel. Aravis shluchei mitzvah, a shluchei bezdin, maizilei. By the Arava, it was only shluchei bezdin. So you're not going to be, you're not concerned that these temidei chachamim, who are shluchei bezdin, the ones bringing the Aravis, they're going to start making a mistake. And I saw on Shabbos. But lulav lakol moser. But a lulav is done by everybody, and therefore there's a much greater chance of a person going to a bucky. A person having to bring it to an expert to ask the halacha. It says the Gemara, Iachi, if so, that we're going to allow our Ravas on Shabbos, the seventh day. Why only when it's the seventh day? Call you Manami Litchi. Every day. Every day. We should always do that Ravas. Let's say the fifth day of Yomtev falls out on Shabbos. We should take the Arava. Why? Because she teaches Daraisa. What's seven? Why, why the seventh day? It says the Gemara, Asi Lepepupe Belulah. Okay, because if, it's very interesting, listen to this, if we allow the Arava to, ne- to always be Daich Shabbos, but the Lulav we don't, because of the Xerah Darabonon, people are going to say that the Mitzvah of Arava is more important than the Mitzvah of Lulav. Says the Gemara, okay. So why don't we just give it the same Halach as Lulav? And the same way Lulav is taken on Shabbos and no other day, that Rav is taken on Shabbos, the first day, and no other day. It wouldn't be clear. People are going to say, oh, you know why the Shabbos is Daicha? Because there's Lulav, and Lulav Daicha Shabbos when it's the first day. They're not going to know that it's the Arava, which is the Dindai Raisa as well. Says the Gemara, okay. Alright, so then fine. I understand. Yeah, you're following the logic over here. You're following the conversation. We still haven't narrowed it down to why day seven overrides. Why, why, why is day seven overriding? We haven't figured that out. No idea. Okay. So we said, oh, why day number? Why not day number one? Oh, day number one. People are going to notice that they're not going to notice that that uh, rubber's not right. So they'll think it's the lulav. Okay. So what about two through six? Why are you picking seven to override Shabbos? Once, you know, uh, we're not dealing with day number one, we deal with the last day. Because the first day and the last day are the most noticeable ones. Uh, the most noticeable, okay? Why? Because everybody knows when the first day Yomtev is, and everybody knows when the last day Yomtev is. And everybody knows that the third day, punctish, you know what I mean? The, 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 the book ends are what's more um, dominant in people's minds. So if we're not going to make the impression that our rabbis die rise on day number one, we're going to make the impression on day number seven. Okay. says, Gemara, Ihachi, if so, Nowadays, we should have the Arava, there's a new Shaila, we should have the Arava on Yom Tif. Because listen closely, very important question. It says, The Dalit Minim are taken when? Midaraisa, when? Day number one. Why do we do it the next six days? Why are we taking Dalit Minim at all? What did we say? It's a Zecher to the Beis HaMikdash. It's to remind us that all seven days in the Beis HaMikdash says the Gemara, so nowadays too, if there was a Dindai Raisa in the Beis HaMikdash of Arava, why don't we do the Arava now? 
good kasha. Anale adim nikriyusa diarcha. Says the Gemara, no, because we're not pekiyim big for use of the archa. We don't know the exact days, and people are going to make a mistake, and therefore, um, we're, we're, the the Yom Zion, the seventh day of Yom Tif, is not necessarily the seventh day, and therefore we can't allow it to be Daicha Shabbos, because you might come to an Isra I'm performing a Derabanon. Okay, says the Gemara. In who the yard the yard be used of the archilifti? Okay, but when if if you have a calendar, yeah, you get a calendar in the mail from Tells near Yisrael, Long Beach, yeah, your favorite yeshiva, whatever wherever it's coming from, right? Chafetz Chaim, everybody's got their uh, calendars uh, going out there. So no, all right, so I, somebody reached out to me for money. I know what day it is, so let it let me do the arava, let me do the arava. It should be doich Shabbos. I'll tell you why. Ready for this? He says, I got something very practical for you. And that is the seventh day of Sukkot is never Shabbos. It's never Shabbos. Okay? And Mimela, he says, you're wasting your time. You want to know why we don't take the Arava on day seven when it falls out on Shabbos? There's no point. It ain't ever happened. Go look at a calendar. There's no way for it to ever happen. Okay? He also Rabbin Amri when Rabbin everybody who came with him to Babel they said They said by the way in Eretz Yisrael when we established the months it, the seventh day can fall out on Shabbos and still Laidachi. It's not Daicha. Says Gemara so why not? We're back to our question. They didn't let it be Daicha Shabbos. Why not? He says, no, we don't want to do the mitzvah anyway. Who says that you have to take the Arava? Maybe the mitzvah of Arava, when done the Beis HaMikdash, was simply to stand it up around the Mizbeach. And when you want to know why we don't do the mitzvah Arava nowadays, what are you going to do? Go build them as Bayach? Of course not. Yeah, building them as Bayach. And therefore, this whole conversation is a mistake. Because the mitzvah Arava was not that they picked it up, they waved it, they went there, they did a kafis. No. That's not what happened. They leaned it on the Mizbeach. What are you going to do nowadays when there's no base on Mikdash? Why aren't we leaning it on the Mizbeach? <clears throat> Excuse me? <laughs> Go get a Mizbeach. It says in our Mishra, sometimes 60, sometimes 7 days. My love, Kilulav, doesn't it seem that the Mitzvah Barav is like the Mitzvah Lulav? Malula Benetila, Afarava Benetila. Why are you telling me the Mitzvah Barav is to lean on the Mizbeach? Who says? Maybe the Mitzvah Barav is to wave. Lulav Barav seem to be in the same category. The Gemara says, no, wrong. Need the area. We're just mentioning it together because sometimes it's six days and nine, seven days, but it doesn't mean that the mitzvahs are done the same way. You can still have the mitzvah of Lulav is done with waving, and the mitzvah of Arav is done with leaning on the mizbeach. Okay, fine. Again, Abaye asked a question to Rabbi Yosef, who's his Rebbe. So the Talmud's asking a challenging question. The Rebbe says, no. So he tries again. Abaye asks another challenging question. Okay. Every day of Sukkot, they did hakafas. 
around the Mizbeach one time, the seventh day of Sukkot. By the way, what's the seventh day of Sukkot? What do we call it nowadays? Yishanu Rabbah. Right? So they would walk around seven times. Maila Barabah. Doesn't it mean that they held the Arava in their hands and walked around seven times? So you see the mitzvah of Arava is not to lean it. It's back to holding it. And if it's holding it, we're back to our question. Why not do it nowadays? You don't need a mizbeach. The same way you walk around the bima and a sefer Torah with your dalaminim, you should walk around the bima and a sefer Torah with your Arabas. Says the Gemara, no, but lulav. Yeah, they only circled with the lulav, but they didn't actually hold the Arabas. Ah, one second, says the Talmud, says Abaye, they mamish held the Arabas. So Amalei says to him, no, 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 don't worry, Abaye. Nothing doing. Don't worry what other people are telling you. I'm your Rebbe. You listen to me. Yeah? Reb Nachman said they held the Arabas. He's wrong. Don't worry about it. Imar, we learned. Right? We talked, I mean, right now we're stickle unclear as to Lemaisa, how was the mitzvah of Arabah and the Beis HaMikdash done? Was it just, was a mamish carried around the Mizbeach like your Dalad Minim? Or did it lean against the Mizbeach? It's a very practical uh, issue over here because if it was carried around, then we have a question why we don't carry it nowadays. The same way we carry a lulav, but if the lulav was just leaned against the mezbeach, we understand why we don't have it nowadays because we don't have mezbeach. Okay. Imar, we learned, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar says, Balulav, they held their dalib minim. Rav Shmuel bar Nosson Omar Rav Chanina bar Rava they held the Arava v'chenam Rav Nachman Omar Rav bar Ravua bar Rava. So we have Machloikas. Omle Rav Lazar Rav Yisroel Breder Rav bar Rav bar Bar Oria means the son of the one with light. Okay, he's uh, giving him a chash of a name. This is a uh, a name of Chashivas. He says Bar Oria. Teach us something that your Halig father taught you. Haditnan. About this that we learned in the Mishnah. On all days of Sukkot. They made one hakafa around the Mizbeach. And the seventh day on Hishana Rabbah, they walked around seven times. Okay? So, Hachi Omar Avach Mishmeder of Elazar. Balulav. Your father called Rabbi Lazar to say, you know what they held when they walked around the Mizbeach? They held the Lulav. They did not hold the Arava. So where was the Arava as they circled seven times? It was stagnant. It was in one place. It was placed, leaning against the Mizbeach. They held the Lulav. Okay. Eisvei. Abai is going to keep going at his Rebbe. A challenging question. And we're going to, this is going to be the final question. That Rabbi Yosef is not able to answer. So here we go. Lulav Shabbos The first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos. We take a lulav. When the last day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, you take the arava. Pamachas one time. The seventh day of Sukkot fell out on Shabbos. And they brought the Aravas on Erev Shabbos. And they placed them in the Azara. They placed the Aravas on Erev Shabbos in the courtyard. 
Yeah. The Baisusim saw what was going on. These are the Apikarsim, the heretics. The Natulim, and they took them. Ukvasum tachas avonim. And they hid them underneath rocks. Why did they hide them underneath rocks? Because rocks are mukza, and the Baisusim wanted to stop the mitzvah of Arava from being done. Okay? Now, part of the Apikarsis of the Baisusim, it's so fascinating that people who, who don't agree with Torah, not only are they not going to follow, they want to make sure that others don't follow. They have a problem with people who do keep Torah. You know what I mean? Like, and not only am I going to do it, you're not going to do it either. I just let me do it. Yeah, what's your problem? Like, <laughs> well, why does it bother you so much? You know, what, what's your problem? Okay, so they hit it. They hit it. The um, Machar on Shabbos. The people who didn't know halacha too well, but devout Jews, but they just didn't know too much. They saw what happened. And they took it out. Okay? So they, they knew that they were supposed to take the Araba, but they weren't so familiar with the, mix, the, with the uh, transgression of Muksa. They took them now. Kahanam took and stood them at the side of the Mizbeach. Because Baisusim don't agree that Chibur Araba is like Shabbos. They were being Machmer. Because it doesn't say it anywhere specifically in the Torah. They only believed in Torah Shabbat They don't believe in Torah Shabbat So that's why they did not want it done. But the bottom line is, what happened in this story? The Amaratzim took it out. Amaratzim took it out. And what happened? The Kahanim took them and stood them up on the side of the Mizbeach. Okay? The Kahanim took them on the side of the Mizbeach um, and they didn't want the Arava being hit. Alma bin Atilahi. So you see that the mitzvah of Arava is done bin Atila. Okay? Now, bin Atila literally means to take, but it seems that, us, that they, they, um, the issue that the by Susim had was the chibut arava, which gets to what we do on a shanarava, right? We hit the aravas. That's what chibut is, right? to, to, to hit the aravas. But you see that people would mamish hold the branches. They would hold the branches. Says the Gemara, yeah, talk have a good proof. Yeah, you have a good proof. The Kahanam took the aravas and they would, uh, and they waved them and then, then they stood them on the back. So they were coming out with a very interesting, uh, a very interesting reality. And this is like a, a, a combination. We had a Shiloh. Were the Aravas taken or the Aravas stood on the side of the Mizbeach? From this story you see, it was really both. The mitzvah was to take, the Kahanan took it and waved it, and then they stood on the side of the Mizbeach. But the Iker mitzvah seems to be with the waving, not the standing. The standing was done. We're agreeing that the leaning on the Mizbeach was done. But only once the mitzvah of waving it was performed. Okay. Says the Gemara, fine. So now that we know that it was a mitzvah to wave the Arava, so now we got a problem. You ready for this? Gavaldik. We're back to the top of Aramad. If the mitzvah of Arava is to pick it up and wave it, why don't we do it nowadays? The whole, again, what's the question? Nowadays, why do we take a lulav? 
After day number one, day two through seven, why do we say Kalula? Because they did in the base of Mekdash. The question was, so why don't we shake in Arava? They did that in the base of Mekdash. So we said, oh, no, because in the base of Mekdash, they just stood on the Mizbeach. That's all they did. Nowadays, you can't stand it, so we don't take an Arava. But now we're saying, no, the midst of Arava was taka waved. So if the midst of Arava was talking that the Kahanim picked it up and waved it, we're back to square one. Why don't nowadays, why don't we all pick up an Arava and wave it, Zechav HaMikdash? Ve'elamitchu. Let it be Deiche Shabbos. On day number seven, Zechav HaMikdash. Answers the Gemara, Kivan Danon Loi Dachinon. Ininami Loi Dachinon. Since outside Eretz so we can't do it because we have Sveika Diyayma, so we're not sure if day seven is day seven, so then in Eretz as well, they also can't do it. They have to have the same halacha as us. What's called Lysa's guide to do. We don't want uh, to split up Klal uh, Yisrael, that some people are able to do it, some people can't. Says the Gemara, one, what, are you, are you joking? Are you kidding me? Yeah, I don't understand something. Um, in Bavel, we do not take, outside of Israel, we don't take a lulav on day number one that falls out on Shabbos. Practically, right nowadays, when the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, do we take a lulav on Shabbos? No. Why not? Because it's Sveika Diyayma. Sunday might be the first day of Dachi. But in Eretz Yisrael, apparently then, they would take it on Shabbos. I, Lysus guy to do, answered the Gemara last step for today. Amri, they said, No. Taka in Eretzro, the Taka should not take a lulav either on the first day. Why? Because since most, since Klal Yisrael in Gullus is not taking the Dalit Minam on day number one on Shabbos, because we have Sveik the Yayma, in Eretz Yisrael, they don't take it on the first day either. And Bez Hashem, tomorrow we will pick up from the El Akasha Hanitarti, we'll pick up from the end of the first line on Mem Dalit Amud Aleph.